Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call out this conversation. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Vagacine Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. So I'm pretty excited about a few things. One of them being that it's Vagacine's birthday. Uh, the Vagicine podcast is two years old and it's my little baby project. And I mean, I think you've heard of the evolution. We've incorporated all these different aspects. We have the mansplainer. We have more guests. We explore more topics this year. And I'm just super excited about the growth in numbers, people telling friends. And um, it just really warms my heart. That's something that... I uh, created, <laughs> I was really, really fearful uh, when I created this and took this step to create a podcast, but I'm really happy that I did. And I'm really thankful for all of your continued support. I'm really grateful that you all continually like shout me out on Twitter and tell friends and, you know, it's just really heartwarming. That's something that was inside of my brain. Uh, other people feel it and other people like it. And it wasn't just like that stupid idea in my head. So thanks y'all. And let's find a way to celebrate. So the way that I'm going to celebrate is I'm taking a break (laughs) for a little bit. Um, so as you've been probably hearing over these last few weeks, the, uh, episodes have been spaced out and sparse, uh, sparse. And I apologize for that. It's just been super hectic with my schedule, super hectic scheduling guests, because since I am an independent podcast and I do this all by myself, I got to edit it by myself. I got to find the guests by myself. I got to write the outline for the questions. Those them dumb conversations don't just happen, y'all. So I got to like research and do all these different aspects and combining that with like, you know, my workshops work and all of that other stuff in life. It's just been super duper duper hectic and I have not been giving out the quality that you know that I'm that I want out here and also the consistency and so I super apologize for that it's just been really hectic with life and I need to take a break and I'm going on vacation so that's the other thing and I'm going to be out of the country so it's going to be hard for me to record and post and find wi-fi and all of that stuff so We're going to take a break until August when I'm back, where I'm relaxed, where I've, you know, given the time that I've needed to get everything back on board like I wanted to. And so that we can have renewed, courageous conversations, renewed topics, and just deeper exploration into some of the things that you want to hear about. So while I'm doing that, I want to hear from you. I want to know, one... What were your favorite or what have been your favorite Vagisty moments? Um, so follow this conversation and tag me and post it up on your social media. Let me know what have been your favorite Vagisty moments, Vagisteam quotes or Vagisteam um, guests. I want to hear all about that. Um, and I'll give you a head start. I think that my favorite moments is whenever I have you all share. So whenever we have those voice clips, when audience members share their insights or their stories, I create that this space for that. And I love when folks hit me up and they're like, I want to, you know, I want to join in on this conversation. I want, you know, I have something to contribute. I want to talk about this. I want to submit a voice recording. So I, that's one of my favorite things about Vagistine. So while I'm taking this break, let me know what your favorite moments have been and in celebration as well. Also, Um, let me know what topics you want to talk about. So some of the topics that we've had so far, a lot of them are inspired by you or directly sent in by you being like, Hey, I really want a show on this. I really want a show on that. So we have an upcoming show on a few topics like celibacy, like premature ejaculation coming up. And that's all because you all have been telling me that's what you want to hear about. So let me know what you want to hear. Send me an email at vagisteam at gmail.com and let me know which topics maybe there are people that you think are really dope that you want me to interview for the podcast maybe there are movements etc let me know I want to hear about it even if you're just curious about it or wonder how something worked I have a couple of ideas for how I want to present some of your ideas so let me know 
hit me up, email me, DM me, hit me up on social media. You could drop me a message. I don't care where. You can also text me your topics randomly. It's anonymous. I'm not going to know your number um, at 443-692-7802. And lastly, another way that you can help me celebrate is by leaving reviews. It means so much when I hear your insights, even if you think it's dumb, even if it's like, hey, this is cool. I love to hear that stuff. And the more that you share your insights via reviews on Apple Podcasts, um, via you know commenting on the episodes in SoundCloud, that really helps you know other people find the podcast. It helps them understand you know Vagisteam, and it helps them see you know just see that we have a presence. So when you have a chance, when you have five minutes, if you have an iPhone, click on the purple app that says podcast, Apple podcast. And what you're going to do is search. You're going to hit the search button, which is at the bottom right of your screen. And then you're going to type in Vagisteam podcast. You're going to click on the icon for the Vagisteam podcast. And then you're going to scroll down and there'll be an opportunity for you to like leave stars. So leave your star rating and you can also write a little comment. I love those. So do that because that helps, you know, more people find the podcast. There's more presence for the podcast and I really want to grow the podcast. So please, please, please do that. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud, leave comments in the, in the episodes, um, and definitely just be in touch with me. Other, another way is just like letting me know your thoughts and sending me your ideas and, um, just being in touch with me, send me your questions. I'm committed to doing a lot more Q&A episodes. Sometimes I've had like a backlog and have not been able to get through all your questions. So I'm more committed to ensuring that we have at least once a month Q&A episodes where we answer all of your questions. So what relationship issues you got going on, what STD questions you got, whatever it is, if it's about love, sex, and everything in between, I want to hear about it and I want to help you through that. So if you have any questions, feel free to email me again at vagisteam at gmail.com. And of course you can text and of course you can DM me. I don't care. Just get in touch with me. So to leave you off on this little hiatus, it is little. I will be back in August. On this little hiatus, I am going to leave you with the first ever Vagisteam episode. Um, so this episode was the first ever recorded, um, and it was in my little hot office. I do not have central air in my house. I have a really old house. Uh, I don't have central air and where we record, I did not, of course, have the AC unit running and we started Vagisteam in July. And so here in Baltimore, it is hot in July and it is even hotter when you're in the second floor of your house and you don't have a unit and you can't turn on the unit because that affects sound quality. So I'm taking it back to when me and Shauna, um, my bestie sat down and I brought her onto my first episode because I just needed to get all that nervous energy out. (laughs) I needed to record with someone that I love and someone, um, you know, that was excited to see me through this. And so Shauna came on and we talked about all things Badge. We talked about why this podcast is here and what I was hoping to do through this podcast. And it's been a beautiful journey so far. Um, and I'm looking forward to building it more with you all. I can't do this work without you. I can't have this podcast without you. And so every ounce of your love and support, all your little notes, even if they're just like, this really helped me through, or you made me cry and a happy way or you help me see my relationship in a different way to you know you're helping me communicate better in my relationship it's been so touching and so amazing and just it lets me know that I'm continually walking in my purpose and it's really been awesome so thank you all thank you for your support and your love and let's see what the next two years bring us cheers y'all So again, get in touch with me. You could even, another way to celebrate the birthday, who doesn't like a little birthday cash? So you can go on vagisteam.com and you could just drop a few coins. I will take anything from a dollar on 
whatever you got to support this podcast, support events that we have coming up. So I've been working on events and, and having more presence with those. Uh, an event that's coming up this Wednesday, um, Wednesday, uh, July 18th, we have Sex Talk Happy Hour in Baltimore. Um, sorry, other folks. It's, it's Baltimore for now, but if you want to bring Vagistine to your town, you can do that as well. People have been inquiring about that, so you will see me soon enough in other places. We're just in New York, um, and we might be in Atlanta soon. But right now, Baltimore, we got Sex Talk Happy Hour happening Wednesday um, at Sangria Patio Bar from 6 to 8 p.m. Come through, you know, come have a drink or not have a drink, but come have some fun, mix and mingle, and get your questions answered. Come be a sexpert for a little while. What are you curious about? What do you want to know? We're going to be answering all of those questions and just having some laid back fun um, after work on Wednesday. So you could get your ticket at sextalkhh.eventbrite.com. That's sextalkhh.eventbrite.com. And that's happening again Wednesday. If you're here, if you're in the area, I'd love to see you. Stop on by, come with some questions, um, and come have some fun. So I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, your donations, Help me in producing the podcast, but they all hosting the website, hosting the podcast, hosting the platform, um, all of those different things, bringing events to life. Um, and so when you, I do not spend any of it on myself, it is all about, um, fueling right back into the podcast. So if you got some coins, go on the website, there's a donation tab there and you could drop some coins. Um, and Vagisim, you can also support Vagisim that if you work on a college campus, go to college, know somebody in college, Vagisim is on a college tour. So bring me to your campus, bring me to your friend's campus. Like, let's do this. We've been at a few awesome universities. We're going to be at American University in August, which is so cool. I'm so looking forward to that. And I want to be on your campus. So you can get all of that information on my website as well. And if you can't find it, just email me at vagistine at gmail.com and I'll be more than happy to get in touch with you and get that happening. So I'm leaving you with that. With all of that, I bid you adieu. I bid you goodbye for a little while, friends. Um, just got to go get my mind right. Got to go relax. Um, and sometimes we got to disconnect. And we will be back in... August. I hope all is well. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you soon. Bye. Welcome to the Vagicine Podcast! Woo, 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 woo. So, this is the first episode, and my name is Vanessa, and I am an amazing, I have to say so myself, amazing so. health educator um, from Baltimore, Maryland, oh. and not just any health educator, a sex educator. What? And I love my job. So this podcast is going to come to you every other week and we're going to be talking about everything from love, sex, relationships and everything in between. And we're going to be doing it from the lens of what I do in the classroom because, you know, little kids have these questions. Everyone has these questions and we're going to find ways to answer them. So bear with me. But the person that's bearing with me the most is my best friend with me on the first episode. On the mic, on the mic. Shauna. Hey y'all. So why are you here? Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm here because I love you and I love to talk about sex too, <laughs> but I'm not as good at it as Vanessa. I mean, I get really real, y'all. I get really real. I am the uh, founder of the Heal Sister Project. Yes. yes. Where I show women and girls how to heal themselves using movement, meditation, and sacred space. And you know, 
one of our best sacred spaces is our coochie. Oh, so, oh, okay. you know, so you went there. That's why I'm here. You know, okay. It's just a part of the whole woman experience. <laughs> that's why. That's why. And I'm also here in Baltimore. I'm also a psychotherapist, so I get in the mind and I teach sisters and men, professionals and others, mm-hmm. how to keep calm, awesome, and breathe. Oh, hashtag, hashtag. Mm. Um. So, what is vagusim? What does vagusy mean to you? To me? Yeah. You're going to start with I'm going to start with oh. you. Okay. I mean, I'm going to tell them, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> so, vagusy to me means, like, basically you getting together, you talking about coochies and stuff, <laughs> you're laughing, you're giggling, sometimes there's someone, sometimes there's chips, and really at the, <laughs> at the real core of it is giving a safe space for women to be able to talk about all the things that they've been hushed about. For their entire lives, normalizing the whole thing. I think so. I I think that's a very accurate description. So, vagusteam is a term that I came up with about uh, two years ago, and it's a noun. I've proclaimed that oh, it's in okay. it's in Webster's straight up. Like I already wrote them. It's in Put there. It and basically, my definition of vagusteam is the concept when one builds confidence in and of their vagina and vulva. When we have this confidence, it leads to healthy and satisfying sex lives. So that's basically why I'm here. I want us to have good conversations about sex. And basically, vagusteam turned into a workshop series that I created. Um, that was just open to women and it's, you know, it's still going on. It's open to women of all ages to come and just have a good time and learn from each other. And that's basically what this podcast is all about so that we can get together, learn from each other, hear our stories and share our stories and, you know, have some fun doing it. So that's Vagisteam. Gonna... But why though? But why though? It's a good question. So in my work in Baltimore, what I started finding was that, um, I started this initiative called Clippers and Curlers where I would go into barbershops and hair salons and I would do free health education. That's what I do. And so with the barbershops, it was super easy to get them on board. They were like ready to go, ready to have these important sexual health conversations. But then when I went into beauty salons, a lot of the women were like, no boo. Yeah. Why are you here, girl? Mm. You want to talk about this here? Mm-mm. in this the open right now that. and that's exactly what their reaction was and so um that really just you know it really got me on this quest to start thinking about how we as women are learning from each other and even having conversations about sex and i realized that we're not a lot of times or we're having it with our doctors or with like our one home girl but there are so many stories and so many different experiences that we could draw from and learn from and so what i started to do was just you know create a space in my home where i would have tons of snacks because you know i'll invite people over to my house without food Mm -hmm. because hungry rude hangry rude um (laughs) and um we would have snacks and i would just have a topic and so you know i would just throw out a topic around just like building your self-confidence or like how do we do that or just talking about sex or boring sex or girl why is he not putting in work right so we would have these different conversations (laughs) and what started to happen was women started bringing their friends and more people started bringing their friends and then it kind of outgrew my house so kind of it kind of outgrew my house to the point where now we have to have a podcast about it so (laughs) that's why we're here because we want to keep growing the conversation until everyone boosts their vagisteam and until everyone feels that vagisteam confidence so we're gonna be here until the wheels fall off until everybody is having these conversations so Vagisteam, hashtag having courageous conversations. So that's what we're doing. So that's a little bit about Vagisteam. um, And that's that's what we're going to do for weeks to come. So our topic for today is it's going to be Punani. Punani. The V. The V. Vag. Vajayjay. All of that. So we're going Punani 101. And we're going to be talking about (laughs) our attitudes and how we got there. And I'm going to be asking you your thoughts, of course, Shauna. Of course, I love to talk about my Vajayjay. Right. Around around (laughs) what this means to us. So before we delve into that, um, I have some news. Would you like to hear the news? I'm always trying to know. All right. So I'm calling this segment Sex News. I didn't know if I wanted to go like instead of CNN, like SNN, but I don't know. That's kind of tacky. I I haven't haven't formulated. I think Sex News is good for now. All right. I'm going to go Sex News (laughs) until, you know what? For all 
the people listening, if you have a segment idea, title name that you want to throw my way instead of sex news, throw it my way. Email me at badgesteam at gmail.com and we will get it together. And awesome. I will change it. We'll vote on it. We'll have a better title than just sex news. But <laughs> in sex news, in this segment, we're gonna, I'm going to tell you about the news and you're going to tell me your thoughts. All right, I'm ready. You ready? I'm so, ready. a new study was published by the JAMA Journal of Dermatology on Wednesday, and it confirmed that 62% um, of a nationally represented sample of about 4,000 women said that they opted for complete removal of their pubes at least once, and 84% uh, reported some grooming. So... In the article I was reading, it said previous research showed that women groom to facilitate sexual activity. This study actually found that 59% of the women said that they groom for hygienic reasons. And a lot of the researchers in this study said that many women thought that they were dirty and unclean if they have not groomed their pubic hair. So, or pubes, whatever you want to call it. What you what you thinking about the pubes over there? You know, I have a whole attitude. I know y'all can't see this, y'all, but I'm like really <laughs> she, huffing up huffing right now. She has an attitude, for, like for real, for real. Okay, the way I feel about it is, y'all, it grows out your body. That means there's a function, okay? And so, yes, I can understand because the media, you know, and if you watch porn sometimes, you probably don't see pube hairs sticking every which way. I get it. But the idea that the concept, the thought that having pube hair means that you're unclean, yeah, is really concerning for me. I mean, it actually keeps your vagina, doesn't it like keep your vagina from like getting infected? Yeah, I mean, I can understand the grooming though, you know, because you want the you want the the bikini wax, hey. you don't you don't want to have all this bush for us or <laughs> you know, other things sort of hanging out your bikini, right. So grooming is cool. Right. But let's keep a little, y'all, because it's keeping us safe. Yeah, I mean, I guess my only problem, you know, is just when women are saying that they feel that they're dirty or unclean. And that's the thing. We've, I think we've just been conditioned. Like, nobody looks at all the pubes in men's underwear and is like, ooh, 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 mm. No. Ooh, what? Ooh. No, 1970s much? Like, no one really says that. And so... We've become so conditioned to, you know, think that there's something wrong with us at times. And, of course, there's a million products out there, too, that really jumps on this concept. And so it's not about being dirty or unclean. It's hair. It grows out your body. I totally agree. You know, if you want to, you know, trim it down a little bit to make some room for Well, the... even for the sisters out... Now, you know, I used to have really strong feelings about this. <laughs> but even if you want to shave it all off... Right. I, I just hope that it's not because you think that you're unclean. Mm. Maybe because you just like the way it feels down there when it's bald. Right. Do you. Right. Do you. That's my feeling. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. But you're not dirty. You're not unclean. And it has a function. It... it I'm right. just saying. Hey. Just saying. Hey. All right. Boom. <laughs> all right. So, you ready for some more sex news? All right, I'm good. All right. A new cafe in Switzerland. Um, Switzerland. Just, uh, you know, it's it's open. It is uh, open so that patrons can get a coffee drink, mm-hmm. use a little iPad, mm-hmm. and get five to ten minutes of that fellatio. Um, fellatio. Head fellatio, dome, whatever the kids are calling it nowadays, um, for about $62 um, <laughs> American for the Oral, plus about $5 for that cup of coffee. So, you know, it's like a whole new Starbucks up in this piece. So, ha- yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, whoever came up with that is making bank. Yeah. They making money. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I, I have some concerns. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, while I think that that is probably... Is this just for men? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh. I know. Wait. I know. We don't... Wait, get, I ha- Wait. We... My yeah. excitement just dwindled. Yeah. So you're saying that only... So a man can go and get some coffee. Right. And get... Right, 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 his, right, 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 Get some right, right. head. Right. From women? Yes. So... And by the way, um, sex work is, is legal and regulated in Switzerland. Oh, it's regulated? Yeah. Okay. So, like, they're getting tested. Oh. That kind of thing, yeah. Okay. 
I still I'm like okay are we using uh you got feelings some 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 protection though because just feelings. because the sex workers might be getting tested are we testing the folks that's coming Come in through. there slinging all their fluids and people's mouths that's true. i want i i mean that's all i kind of had like when i was doing okay. my reading so you know i could i could find out for you and report i mean if you could figure that out yeah I'll, i mean we could call i'll let you them. know i'll I'm let saying. you know but you know i don't know if starbucks is really thinking about this concept <laughs> i'm sure they're I, not you know i'm also just wondering why the why the women can't have a section can we for that going, I yeah. mean, can you just put in some work while I'm drinking my um? Cappuccino? Can you go downtown while go. I'm while I'm drinking this caramel sixty two dollars plus a five dollar drink? That's I'm just saying, like coffee $67. break. That's that's the definition and of a coffee break. I'm saying, Psh. happy ending, Psh. happy Psh. doing it. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't know if you stay up on the like, pop culture news, but. A guy named Russell Wilson is now married to um, recording artist Sierra. Okay. And they had a celibacy pact where I think they I dated think for a year. Mm-hmm. And they finally got married like a couple days ago. And now they're, they're doing it. Well, I have a problem because I was reading the article on Maxim and they were saying how like Russell Wilson finally gets to have sex. Wait a minute. But Russell Wilson used to be married before so he did have sex but then again it's like why well, I gotta be only only about him what about true and can true. we get out of that drawers like they're a married couple I didn't even think can about they that. just have sex though? true true do true do we need to be calling like points oh my god like, you're so right because everyone was definitely like on calling Sierra Thotty because she you know had a baby and she was with Future and blah 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 they need to stay out of all the people's drawers. I agree. I agree. I didn't even... Ugh. Consenting adults. See, this is why you're here. Because I can't have this conversation by myself. I you, didn't even... I don't think that would be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Just having this two-way conversation. True, true, true. Only so, yeah, I mean, I bring that up to say, like, part of sex positivity and just doing you and doing what you want is... If you don't want to have sex, like, I feel like that fits within the framework mm-hmm. of being like, all right, like, I'm actively choosing this. No one's making that this decision for me. And when I choose to do it, whatever whatever the parameters are, that should be okay, too. So... Yeah, I'm sure they just, it's just that they made such a statement with it. It was so public. True. And I did have some feelings about, Ugh. you know, just how he was sort it was, it was just very, I don't know. Like, I was like, did, did they come up with this decision together? Uh. Or was he like, this is what's happening? And it did sort of set her up in a way for her to be called these names because his mm. position. I mean... Either way, I don't know. I just like to stay out of people's bedrooms. I think the I think the Twitter hoteps were like, "Oh, hey Sierra, how you doing? You had a baby with Future? Oh, Oh, you use a hoe? Cause you had a baby? Ooh, you was with Future whole time. All of them having sex with everybody. But whole time, like who is Future though? Like who Future has like. 20 million kids like sir i just don't i guess in general i would just say how we go laser focus on the woman Mm -hmm. and her sex life Mm -hmm. meanwhile the man like why why are we focusing only on and demeaning and degrading what she's doing with her coach right right she should be able to do they should be able to do whatever they want and there should be no more attention spent to the the woman's experience than the man's but you know this is what I would call an ideal world, like <laughs> what I'm talking about. And we could just work forward. And maybe badge esteem as, as we begin to hey. uplift it. Hey. People going to stop being in people's drawers and I'm boxes. All, I'm all about Stay that life. Stay out the drawers of grown folks. <laughs> all about that life. All right. I'm going to close out our sex news. SNN? No? No. no? Okay. Sex news. Um, <laughs> sex news segment with... Um, hashtag panty challenge. I did can't. you? I can't. Did you? I saw it on my Instagram. All right, so let me tell the folks what it is. Right. Um, while you fix your face a l- just a little bit and you take a sip. <laughs> so, panty challenge is something that I found like last week, perusing the Twitterverse, and you had a few people taking pictures of their clean underwears and saying stuff like don't come for me unless your panties look like this and it was like a very clean that middle portion part i don't know what you call the The crotch crotch. 
of the underwear was very clean and it was like don't judge me judge your mother if your panties don't look like this like it was very like like who started that but how like what is wrong with natural bodily functions was my problem and i posted on my instagram a picture at vagistine <laughs> i posted on my my instagram a very i'm really into the gifs gifs whatever you mm-hmm. whatever you call those and it was a picture of candy burris and her face was like okay and that's exactly how i felt i was like um if you don't have vaginal discharge i your body must not be Working. Working or functioning. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So, vaginal discharge, and this is what I tell my students all the time. Vaginal, the vagina is a self-cleaning organ, or some of us like to say the self-cleaning oven. And I, I like to have people think about it like your eye. So, you don't stick soap inside of your eye to clean your eye. Please don't, y'all. You don't. No. You just don't do that. Like, when you wake up in the morning, you got them boogies on the side of your eyes. Like, Wipe that's how... That's how the eyes cleaning itself. Tears is the way that the eyes are cleaning itself. So the same thing happens with the vagina. So when we see vaginal discharge, it even changes. Like it's the way that the vagina cleans itself. It's the way to tell us if things are going okay. It's if it smells funny, that's the way it's telling us we might have an infection. It's like the barometer of everything going on inside the vagina. And so to shame people for having a natural bodily fluid that's what kind of threw me off with the panty challenge and it just let me know like we just don't have enough information about the natural aspects of our body like you you, it is it is it is normal it is natural it is amazing it is fine and anyone who shames someone else for doing that and ain't never seen no real badge in their life so it's kind of like for real whole time i'm like wouldn't it be so cool I don't think this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you never know with social media. Yeah. It would be so interesting if all the women of the world decided to be like, discharge, snap, <laughs> what real pussies be like. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I'm just, this who's confident line. enough? I don't, I don't, I, I don't mean, know. I'm not there I'm yet. not, I'm not either. I'm not there yet. I'm not there but... yet, but that would be a great comeback <laughs> with some educate, like that would get a lot of attention. Yeah, no, it's totally Because there's some would. shaming happening. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, and I don't even know, I don't even know where it really started, but I mean, from that, that just showed me like, we can't even, as women, like we can't even be human, which kind of just threw me like, this is just a, it's, it is a human, natural aspect and you want it to keep happening like you want you want to see discharge and it does change like it might be more depending on like the hormones that we're on or less depending on the hormones that we are on on, or you know what's happening during the month and it's just it is what it is like i don't understand girl but we're not right okay so um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so that 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 just kind of threw me for a loop i couldn't believe that we were doing this out here in these twitter streets but yeah, we don't talk about this stuff enough yeah but that's what we're going to be doing here that's what we're going to be doing here at le vag esteem podcast all right cool so we are done with sex news any mm-hmm. any other sex news you'd like to add to our segment before we move on we here all right this is news all right cool our next segment is punani Yep. The puss. Yep. The box. Ooh. Treasure chest. Mm, pocketbook. Ooh. 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 <laughs> what? Hold on. Now, Coochie. Now you gonna... Coochie. Shit. Kitty cat. Oh, now you just got all the names, though, on I'm my shit? Okay. I'm just saying. I can't even think of any creative... Why can't I think of any creative names right now? Muff. Muff. Oh, oh my man. gosh! Oh man! Oh, remember that song? Trying to get to you and that monkey. Oh, you, the, yeah, the monkey. I don't one. know. I that mean, the one. monkey's not my favorite, but that one. It is the one that some people. Yoni. 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 Yes. Um, what else we got? I, I don't know if I have any more. I, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not really creative right now. 
I used to have like a brainstorm hanging here, but yeah, I was about to say I'll put my brainstorm it? back up. That's cool. So that's what we're talking about. We're just, you know, this is a one hundred level class. Um, so you know, <laughs> we want. I wanted to bring it up because first of all, this is called the Vagistine Podcast. It's our first show, and I really wanted to explore our attitudes around vaginas because we have them. And we have different relationships to them. And it's clearly uh, trending in Instagram and Girl. Facebook when we're talking about the panty, panty challenge? Panty challenge. Right. So I feel like that's <laughs> sort of like our barometer for the level of education and the fact that we don't really know. Exactly. Much. Exactly. So, yeah, so and um, what I did here, I asked a number of women to talk about, you know, their relationships to their vaginas and... Um, just sharing their stories about what they were taught about it growing up and even like what their attitudes are about now. So we're going to listen to um, just a few of those in a few minutes. But before we get there, what did you call the vagina growing up? Well, when what I were was you taught? My mom. So first of all, my mom made really clear that I knew <laughs> that it was the vagina. Like she was like, this is your vagina. True. And then... But, like, casually, we'd called it... It was coochie. Okay. Coochie. That was about it. Coochie. Yeah. Just real... It was no, like... It was just... I knew that it was my vagina. She right. made sure. Right. It was an intention to protect. Right. So, I knew my body parts. Right. And then it was coochie. Okay. Well, my parents are from Haiti. So, um... <laughs> we... I I grew up calling it boobun. Bo- boobun? Boobun. Boobun. <laughs> Boo-boon. Boo-boon. There you go. Okay. There you go. There you Love go. It. But is that Haitian Creole? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I know. I know yes. where y'all. Or it's just, you know, it's just my mother's just made up. Like, here you go, Wait, girl. is it really a word? I don't. I've never. Oh. You know what? I've heard different Creole words for it. I've, it but boo, I've heard other Haitian folks oh, okay. say boo-boon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we called it. And I don't even know when I realized exactly when it wasn't. But my mom used to play me out like this because my mom made sure that we knew Creole. So she would say words and I would never learn the English comparison. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd just be walking around like, girl, what's up with your boo-boo? And people would be like, what? That's probably when you learned. When they was like, what is you talking about? <laughs> So I don't even remember when that transition from okay. boobun to vagina to vulva, vulva. came. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what that's what you know what it was called, and I think, I mean, I don't remember having many conversations about you know those body parts and the positive aspects of them. I just remember having conversations around like. You know, you're supposed to clean it. You're supposed to wash it. <laughs> it's clean and washed. Different. It's clean and washed. Is <laughs> <laughs> we talking as we speaking? Um, yes. So, um, so yeah, you gotta clean it and wash it. <laughs> wash it good. Wash it good. And then um, you made sure nobody touched it. So you know that was don't make no uncle, no cousin, no nobody else is yeah. supposed to touch this part. And that was kind of the conversation. I never learned like. Ooh, this magical, um, you know, this magical thing that, yeah, I mean, so there was absolutely this sort of aspect of like, yeah. you don't let anyone touch it. My mm-hmm. mom was very clear because she had experienced some sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was very clear, like, if anyone touches it, you let me know right. and they going to be out. Right. Um, and so there was a lot of conversation there, but I also remember, like, there was, like, this tampon uh, commercial. This was when I was young. Uh-huh. And I didn't know what that was. Like, it was really early. I can't tell you how old. But wow. before I knew that, you know, what tampons were for, it was, on, it was a commercial. And I was like, Ma, what, what is that? And that's when she turned off the TV. Mm-mm. And she, that's when she, I, re, I don't remember exactly what she said. Right. But I remember there was these series of conversations about... That, you know, eventually I'll come to become a woman and as a woman I'll have a cycle. And then it also turned into this whole weird conversation about don't let people jab large penises in your coochie. Oh, oh my. 
Yeah. I mean, your mom it was ahead of her time though because yeah. you know I heard be, I heard the big the big D's just be like boom out. I there? mean, that's exactly how she did it. She pulled out a uh, penis soap. I don't ask now. Don't y'all ask me what my mother had. No, so was she, mo- she was clearly what she, was- she. Hey, I think it was soap. <laughs> I mean, she said it was soap, but come to think of but it, and actually in this moment, this is the first time I'm like, but was it soap? Maybe it was a dildo. Maybe I don't even know. Yeah, but she had girl. something large <laughs> and brown in the shape of a penis that she took out. Yeah. And she made a small space with her finger, mm-hmm. a little circle that had that you could not see through. She you said, can't this? see Shauna's hands right now, but she's making a very small, a tight fist. fist with her hand. And she was like, this is your, this is your vagina slash coochie. And then she held this, what I can remember now, it might not have been that big, but as a small child, you know, this is a penis. Yeah. Okay. Do you want this? Okay. Jamming into this. And so, you guys, this is why it took me so long to finally have sex. So that was uh, when I learned about the function of uh, two functions. One was as a woman. Yeah. I would have uh, some kind of cycle. And that's, that's what the tampon was right, for. Right, right. And I do believe within the same week or month, it was really close together, is when I got the conversation um, with the large soap or maybe dildo around things jamming in there (laughs) and it was basically the lesson was don't have sex damn and it's crazy how like those two messages are just so tied together because i mean i mean not only did i have my like my cultural background my parents are you know both from a different country where you aren't talking about these things openly but then um but then, like, I went to Catholic school from, like, third grade to twelfth grade, and we definitely weren't talking about any type of yeah. sex pleasure breakdown. I don't even remember. Like, we had, like, family life in fifth grade, and then in family life, it was just kind of like, here are the parts. Okay, bye. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> family and, life? Right. Family life, education, um... And there was no, like, I don't even remember. Maybe the book erased, like, clitoris. Like, I just remembered, like, here's the hole. Here's the hole. <laughs> wow. And then you fast forward to when I was in about ninth or 10th grade, someone had asked about anatomy, and they're like, you know you do everything through your vagina, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I think maybe that was the Pee, day that it was. poop, everything. Right, maybe that was my destiny when I realized, like, oh, this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. Because I definitely, they had the Pepsi um, vending machine at my school, and um, I, someone had, like, you know, there were, like, three bottles at the table, and I was like, no. No, there's actually like three holes down there, girl. And she was like, "No, no, girl." And I was it's like, "Only one." I was like, "What do you Listen, mean?" What? Trust one, me, Uno, girl. One. Trust me at this lunch one. table. So I took the three bottles and kind of like you can't see my hands right now, but I lined them up in this like open fan ish way and I was like no there's three openings like one is for pee one is for poop and one is for everything else and and everyone was at the table like until this day I still have friends from high school like right on my wall and be like girl you just opened my eyes and so that's what ninth and tenth grade that's like what you're 15 16 years old Mm -hmm. and so we were that age and still not even knowing uh, the anatomy that was that you know that we had, and so maybe that's what shaped me into being like ultimate sex Clearly. crusader. Clearly, folks was out here in these streets just like saying whatever. And then when you think about it, if you don't know which hole and what goes Ooh. into what, if you're having sex for the first uh, time, and pain. I, I mean, me, while you was doing that right. whole time, I wasn't looking at my vagina. Oh, um, yeah. my friends was having babies in, in high school Whoa. and, um, I, I mean, I was hearing about the good stuff, right. but the, the friends that were talking about the good stuff were also talking about they was, they was pregnant or having abortions. And so I always, so all of it sort of equated yeah. to like sex equals babies. Right. That's it. Right. Um, and that, that's all that boys want. Mm-hmm. And once you give them sex, they don't want you anymore. Girl. So, 
Yeah. Also, also, I was I was literally when my friends would say they would tease me about how I was afraid of penis, and I would be like, "Yep," <laughs> because and where do you think you put that? Still from childhood, all the way up through the high school. Yep, legs closed. Oh man! All right. Yeah. So we're going. I mean, we have our stories. So we're going to listen to a few stories that were submitted of. Um, women who shared their, you know, their, their similar experiences and we'll come back and we'll talk about it. My name is Blanca. Growing up, words for vagina or vulva that I heard were, um, allá abajo, which means down there, or colita, which means tail, essentially. So not remotely relevant if you ask me. Those are the only ones I can recall, which I think really says a lot about the messages I got about my vulva and my vagina growing up, which, unless they were negative or related to my purity or related to my value as a human being, it wasn't really brought up a lot. Even as one of the messages I got, for example, was, I mean, I wasn't even allowed to use tampons. And the message behind that was, or my mother's reason for not letting me use tampons was because they were for married women. That's literally all she said when I talked about, when I asked about tampons and I never heard from it again. And, um, I mean, I think that I quickly got over that. I think I was, I was always, I always had a lot of questions about that kind of, those kinds of ideas about my body. Um, but actually a different sexual partner, my college boyfriend, he was the first person I ever enjoyed oral sex with. And he was so positive and so into it that it really changed the way that I felt and communicated about my vagina and my vulva. And to be honest, at this point in my life, I feel like my vagina has got itself. Hi, this is Ellen. The words that were used to describe my vagina in childhood were coochie, pussy, punani. Some people called it the box. We called it our stuff, our privacy, and private parts. The messages that I received about my vagina growing up were that it was supposed to be protected from men and um, sexual abuse and sexual harm. Um, In my teenage years, I was told that good girls didn't have sex early. Good girls didn't have sex with a lot of people. Um, sex was a grown-up thing that only grown-ups were supposed to do. Um, and that message kind of embedded in my mind that my vagina was about and for sex. I also received the message that that's all that men really wanted from women was to have sex with them and that women didn't ask for and weren't supposed to The one thing that I learned in my adulthood was that it was my responsibility to make sure that I had an orgasm, my responsibility first and his second, meaning I had to know how to use my vagina to have an orgasm. And it was my responsibility to teach him if he didn't know. Hi, I'm Kelly, and this is my Vagisteam story. I was 18 and home from college for my grandmother's surprise birthday party when I heard it for the first time. Oh yeah, girl, you and Kuka have the biggest totos in the family. You've always been like that since you were an infant, my aunt said matter-of-factly. She was referring to my vagina and my cousin's vagina, respectively. I was shocked, but I never knew there was anything noticeable about my vagina. I instantly became self-conscious and started checking myself in mirrors, in storefronts, obsessing about my imagined camel toe like a teenager does a pimple before a special date. I wish that I could say I learned to overcome my insecurity all by myself, but like many women I know, it took a special person in my life to really change my view. It took a man's validation and praise to have me see my chubby vagina in a positive light. It seems like the running theme, and if you want to hear the rest of the stories, you can log on vagistheme.com and listen to a few of the stories more in depth, and please listen to them. They're all really good. But it seems like the running theme seemed to be the same things that we were talking about, like the shame, or it's only used for this one purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, you're just supposed to clean it, clean it and wash it, wash it and clean it. <laughs> um, <laughs> wash it and clean it. And that was kind of, and that was it. And I mean, and I guess the other positive part is, you know, we do have parents who 
were trying to impart, I guess, lessons of safety on their children. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, listen, because I know, pl- you know, even in my work, I know plenty of children who are like, well, I told my mom X, Y, and Z, and she didn't listen. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and parents are not even opening that door to even having the conversation. If someone... Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. If they're not, um, you know, if something happens, come and talk to me. And so, it's it's like this round, it's just this up and down... I think it's very complicated, and so I think, I don't know about you, but it kind of leaves me with this, all right, how how do we undo this after we've been taught these messages of shame, or keep it in, like, keep it here, don't show it, don't show it to anybody, because we go through that, and then later on, you get to a point in your life where, you know, people think you're an old, old hag at, like, 25, where people are like, no, but you're supposed to have a baby right now, and you're supposed to... What are you doing? You're supposed to do it, and you're supposed to give me grandchildren Why all... Why you ain't pregnant yet? Is everything okay with your marriage? Right. So, it goes literally from, like, don't show it to everybody... Keep it in your pants to... Make sure you clean it and wash it. Make sure you clean it and wash it and clean it and clean it and and wash it. And then (laughs) you go into this whole like... Why you ain't got a baby yet. Right. So... And so kind of to me, I don't know. To me, it kind of seems like we've been taught that it serves all... Like it serves everyone else but our own. And I've never... Not I'm not going to say never, but I it, I have not met too many people who've had conversations around like oh these are all the wonderful amazing pleasurable later you know depending yeah. on the age of your the person that you're talking to all these different wonderful mm-hmm. things that you can do or have with your amazing amazing vagina. I think so. You know, in my work and working with women talking through like pain mm-hmm. and healing trauma that's intergenerational and if not trauma for the personal perspective but like recognizing like how some of the experiences and stories um and negative negative stories and positive influence um who we are now mm-hmm. like the stories that we were told and what we're taught I mean, I always say that the way that we go about, like, changing the narrative is first with ourselves, mm. right? So when I say, you know, my, my hashtag is always heal the system. Mm-hmm. So first we start with you, mm-hmm. right? So doing a reflection of, like, okay, the conversation that we're having, right. what were we taught, um, where, where may that story have come from, um... Like, where did it come from in, in your personal life? And then where might it have come from from the stories of the women or men in your life that taught right. you something, if you have access to it? Right. And then sort of doing, like, a reflection of, like, what do I think now? Is this healthy? Like, you know, and, and being and that's why I love Vagistine. Right. Like, not just this podcast, but, like, the spaces that you create in Baltimore and other places is because you also sort of open the door of other ways of thinking about it. And so, and I think once you do that, like after you've done the ongoing process and it is an ongoing process, like you don't go to like one and just sort of, it changes, but you begin to have those conversations with the women in your life. Right. Right. And you establish this whole new culture of comfort with not only the, the women that you spend time with, at Vagisteam or the conversations that are had here, but the women in your life and your circle, then it's like you work, you can work with those women in your life to come up with what, what do I want my children to learn? Yeah. What do I want my godchildren to learn? The children that are in the schools, the yeah. children that you're mentoring to, you know? Um, like I remember when I told one of my godchildren about the Yoni, like I was like, oh, you know, like I've had, I just have really. I have conversations with her about it. And I don't go too deep because it's her mom gets to decide like to what extent she wants her to know about pleasure mm-hmm. and and all of that, but I really just think all of it is rooted in fear. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that I don't I don't know what the when when it kind of shifted or turned around for me. I think I think once I got to a certain age, I think maybe around 18 I think I started just being like, all right, this is my body and this is this is this is my body. Like this is the body I was born with. Like this body is not going anywhere, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have to 
love it for everything that it is. And so that just required, for me, my personal process for, I guess, building my vag esteem mm-hmm. and my body confidence was like, no, straight up, like, let me look at myself in the mirror. Like, these titties, amazing. What? 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 Slinging. Uh, these tiger Slinging. stripes, these uh, stretch marks, this <laughs> or I like to call them the roadmap of sexiness. <laughs> The road, the road maps, you know, it's like okay. 695, oh, 95 up, up in here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had to, I had to embrace that. And I think, and it just required like looking and looking and knowing that's just a unique part of me and just constantly just, you know, after I get out the shower, just standing for a couple minutes and just embracing, you know, this is my body. And then it even came down to like, all right, let me look between my legs. Like, all right, what's really going on what down there? What it look like down there? Yeah, what's going on here? Because the images, if you even see images of it, mm-hmm. it's not... <laughs> it's see, very... even how we even tend right. to say it, the images of vaginas. Yeah, there you go. The but... images of vaginas that we see, it's just very... They're just very vanilla or very bright pink and when I'm teaching my classes especially to you know younger girls fifth and sixth graders I say you know there's different hues like they they come in purple browns pink like there's such a spectrum and I make them all look at each other and I'm like look at the person next to you and look at the other person on your other side does anyone have similar faces and they're like no Miss Vanessa and Mm -hmm. I'm like yeah so the same thing, we don't have similar faces. The same thing, we're not going to have similar, you know, looking yeah. vulvas. We're not going to have similar looking private parts. And yours is so unique to you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to do all the things that you want it to do because exactly. it's yours. And so that's where I start. I start at fifth and sixth grade to let them know, like, all right, I'm trying to help them know that the expectation of what people are going to say it's supposed to look like or smell like or whatever that's not even that's not real you have to be comfortable in your own and know like no this is mine and this is what i'm this is what i'm working with okay all the all you know all day long and the only thing i would add to that too vanessa is like so you're talking from a perspective as an educator but also like so many uh the folks that are listening and as we move through our life when you have like a daughter or a goddaughter like someone in your family or you know community like even the way that they hear or don't hear you talking about yourself your body your Mm. vagina your vulva that also that's also messaging too which is why it's so important as women as adults for us to start being really mindful because like I remember like my mom like used to just walk around the house like naked (laughs) And so, I mean, now I walk around the house naked. Like, I'm totally confident in my body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was no, like, inappropriateness. Right. That, even though she didn't say it out loud. Right. The message was, when it's private, when you're Mm. around women that you feel comfortable with, Mm -hmm. like, um, and the windows are closed. (laughs) (laughs) And with the air conditioner on, that your body is beautiful and you, and that nudity is is good. She right. didn't say it verbally. Right. She showed me. Yeah. And even so, even having the conversation is revolutionary. Even having the conversation is changing the game about how we change the narrative and build our confidence. Absolutely. Because as we do it, we feel more comfortable. Absolutely. Talking about it with the little girls in our lives, Absolutely. the women in our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think once we start doing that, then we could build on to the larger conversations around, all right, now you have this all of all of this wonderfulness happening now where's the pleasure part and where's mm-hmm. all the goodness and not just the technical not not just the technical stuff and like yeah you know i think i think even having conversations around periods and you know body odor and all that that's really important but then i think like the other thing that we yeah, the have other more thing. difficulty yeah, talking about yeah exactly and how do you how do you talk about in the more uh empowering, empowering but appro- like appropriate what's appropriate and when and where and (laughs) how is you know how do how do we start that and i think that's what we're going to explore yeah because we just got to break rules yeah we got to explore that through this podcast so we're gonna we're gonna do the work and i can't wait to keep exploring that conversation with you so we're almost out of time but before we get out of here i want you to tell me what's your number one 
um, vagisteme building strategy? My number one vagisteme. Yeah, how do you? Well, probably one tip well, prob- out there. One tip would be like when you find like your bestie that you can talk about anything <laughs> with to have like like hilarious candid yep. conversations about whatever the fuck you want. I, I totally... Am I allowed to cuss? You, can, cuss. you can do that. Yeah. yeah. Because like basically that. I would say the one thing, I mean there are many, but the one thing I would say which is the, which is so amazing for me yeah. is that since you're my best friend mm. and I'll just be like, oh my goodness, Vonnie! <laughs> right? Like I can just talk about stuff if I've had an issue down there yeah right in my badge if I got a question straight up regardless of whether or not you were an educator or not like I just have a person that I can talk to right. about it so the number one way to build your badge badge esteem <laughs> build your badge badge esteem the one thing that I would say would be cultivate a sisterhood relationship of course I would say that and align with the healer sister project but cultivate a sisterhood relationship where you could just talk about anything having to do with sexuality or your vagina Ooh, I like that and I really value that because sometimes it's just I think I think it's just even just normalizing it Mm -hmm. like girl have you ever had this done Mm -hmm. has this ever happened to you and just being able to have somebody that you could just say all right, something I don't know is happening. Can you can you tell me what your experience is mm-hmm. and being able to share an experience? Yeah. Um, I think you? my number one, well, number, or at least one. A one, I guess one, one strategy yeah. for building vagisteme. Um, I mean, I would say I would say the same thing. Like sometimes you just have to look. It just requires like that grab in the mirror or. I like to just do sometimes the, you can't see it, the, squat. the bend over. Oh, the bend over. <laughs> Y'all. To check out what's happening. And just, you know, just, just, I guess it sounds cliche, but being one with yourself and taking, just take a look. Like, I think that's the first thing. Like, take a look and do not compare yours to anybody else's. Non-judgment. It's, it's yours. It's it's wonderful for whatever it looks like. It's, it's your yoni, y'all. It's yours. It's yours. Do the damn thing with with all of it. So, yeah, take a look. Take a look. That's that'll be our homework for. That'll be our, don't. No one send me their homework assignment, please. No. But you do <laughs> your own personal homework and take a look. Take a picture if you have to for yourself. And um, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to. Um, yeah, I think I think I think that's my yeah. I'm that's gonna now I'm gonna have to write like your top ten fantasy. Oh, I think it's time. Boom! That's All good. right, the new idea. I already I already Check have homework. All, All right, so where can people find you on the internet or right. out there? So again, my name is Shauna Murray Brown. Mm-hmm. You can find me. I have two sites. One is www.shauna. That's S H A W N A. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, Brown, with an E, dot com. Um, so, com, And then you can also check out HealAssista.com. Soon, there will be something extra special there. I'm on Instagram, at HealAssista. I'm on Twitter, at HealAssista. Look, if you just put hashtag HealAssista and click on that, you're going to find me. And that's HealAssista, uh, S-I-S-T-A. Thank you. Not Thank sister. You. Thank you. If, Thank you. If anyone heard the difference yeah. there. And if you, if, <laughs> if there are sisters that really want to engage with other sisters, you know, S-I-S-T-A, there's also a Facebook group that, and you just search Heal, the HealAssista project. Awesome! Woo! So check Shauna out, and she has amazing, amazing, amazing information and great gems to always. I mean, I call you constantly for gems. I mean, yeah. I was in the meeting the other day trying to ask for a raise, and you, boom, gave me that sister gem. So I appreciate you know, that. That, that sister gem, not that sister gem. <laughs> You can send your questions, your comments, and even show ideas to vagisteme at gmail.com. And that's V-A-G-E-S-T-E-E-M at gmail.com. You can check out the website at www.vagisteme.com. You can even leave your comments there as well. I want to hear from you. Tell me if you want to change our 
SNN no. sex news segments <laughs> to something else. Send us your suggestions and we want to hear from you. So if you and have any peep questions. Her. Peep her on Instagram at, at Vagistine. Oh, y'all. true. True. I'm sorry. The pictures. Sorry. They beat a bomb. Whew, right. The internet. I tell you, there's so many <laughs> internet. things. There's so many things happening on the internet. So yeah, check me out. Um, send me a note. Send a question if you have questions. We want to answer them. So wait, are you going to tell them about your event? Oh, yeah. Yes. So there's an event coming up. Duh, Vagisteam event. Wow, this this uh, promotion thing is uh, it's it's new. Um, so I have an event, Vag One Hundred One, in person, y'all, in the flesh. Come see me if you're in Baltimore. What's the what they call the, the DMV, DMV. Mm-hmm. Washington D.C., Baltimore, Maryland, or Virginia. Come to Vag 101 where we're going to be, you know, we're going to have giveaways, of course, and that feeds people. We're going to have some wine. We're going to have some drink, a little bit of drink. drink. And we're going to be talking about all things Vag there. So if you thought this was good, you're going to definitely enjoy Vag 101. We're going to be talking about all the things you need to know, the anatomy of pleasure, because that's where I want to take us. And you're going to be able to talk to other people in a really, really, really safe space. Really? Yeah? Other, Other women? women? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you've been to a Vag 101. Uh, absolutely. I try to make it <laughs> to everyone when I can. Um, but yes, it changes lives. Y'all, it changes lives. Y'all need to make it. it I'm just saying. Lives. It changes lives. <laughs> Sex lives, Vag Boom. lives, Boom. Vag esteem. Boom. Boom. So Check you can it. get your ticket at Vag, that's V-A-G 101.eventbrite.com. Go get your ticket. Get your ticket, please. Um, And get it on time. Like, y'all be doing this last minute. Like, oh, hey, girl, I didn't know how I was feeling this morning when I woke up. No, we ain't got time. Get get, Get your ticket. Get your... Get your ticket and secure your place, please. And I need to know because how much... we need to see you in the space. And plus, you ain't even trying to be in there, and ain't no snacks left because you Come ain't even through. Okay, it's time. all right, <laughs> all right. So wear condoms, have fun, love yourself. Check, You're beautiful. Check out your badge. Check out your badge, and I will see you in two weeks. Peace. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Slack.